This call may be recorded or transcribed. Hello, hello, good morning. Welcome to Declare Victory. Has anybody joined the call? I would love to hear your sound. Good morning. Good morning. Good 
good morning. Who's on the wake-up list? Has anybody joined the call? Good morning. It's Brother Michael. Happy Monday. Happy Monday, Brother Michael. Thank you, Yvonne. It's so good. It's always good to hear your sound, Brother Michael. Likewise, sis. I appreciate you. Yes. I want to pray for a family that uh, lost a son yesterday in a restaurant where I was eating in Oakland. He he died right at the table. Uh, I think it was possibly an overdose of some sort. I don't even know the brother's name. It was tragic. Okay, so we are, his name, well, I want to make sure I got it down. I right don't now. even know his name, just praying, I'm just praying for healing for our community that we find our way away from that uh, that lifestyle, drug okay, addiction, and fentanyl and all Thank that you. stuff for you, yeah. Okay, I Thank got you. Thank you. Hey, girlfriend. Hey. Oh, go ahead, Yvonne. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Happy Monday. Happy Monday. So good Happy to hear you. Happy Monday. Good morning. It's Susie. Good morning, Susie. Good morning. Good morning. How are you two today? Yes, we're blessed. No complaints here. We are on the wake-up list. That's right. That is right. right. You two have a wonderful and blessed day. You too. Thank you. Thank you. Hello, good morning, everybody. If you have joined the call, this is the time where we say good morning. Welcome to declare victory. We would love to hear your good morning, your beautiful, beautiful sound this morning. You are blessed. Good morning. Good morning. This is Cynthia. Hey, Sister Cynthia. Hi. Hi. How are you doing? I am blessed, sis. I Okay. Bless you, too. Yes. It was good. To, good morning. Good to hear your sound. Thank you. Good, good morning, sisters. Good it's morning. Hey, hey. Good to hear you guys this morning. God bless you. Sis, you know I always love to hear your voice out there. It just mm-hmm. makes me smile. I can just see your face in front of me. Just smiling, <laughs> you know? Yeah, you make me happy too, Yvonne. <laughs> You hear her? She said she makes I me can, happy. I can, of course. Yeah. Mm, love you guys. Love you, you. love you too. Good morning. Good morning. Who is that? Welcome to Declare Victory. This is good the morning, time sis. Good morning. Hey, sis. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning, Vaughn. What's up, Vaughn? 
missed you yesterday. Yep. Um, next. My back was fine. I'll just about to say, pray for me. My back is killing me. Okay. We put you down. That pray for your back. Thank you. All right. Got you. Good morning. Go ahead, What's up? What's up, Yvonne? It's a girlfriend. Oh, hey, Mona. <laughs> oh, I caught that not away. Good morning, sis. <laughs> yeah, I caught that. <laughs> Who else is that? I'm sorry. Good morning. <laughs> Good morning, Mrs. Monica. Hey, good morning, Monica. Good to hear your sound this morning. Good morning, good morning, This is who? I'm sorry. Mary. Mary? Yes, good morning. Yes. Good morning, Mary. Good morning. Good morning. God bless you. Thank you, you too. My girlfriend. Y'all know I can't sing. I love y'all. Good morning, <laughs> Dynamic Duo. <laughs> good morning. Good Happy Monday. Happy Monday, sir. Happy Monday, girlfriend. Mona, um, I sent you something. Yes, yes, I was just about to say I got it. All right, thank I you. Can, can I put in a prayer request? This is Didi. Yes, Didi. Just for tra- uh, traveling grace, my sons Armani and Joshua are traveling to Arizona to see their dad today. So just for them to get there safe and have a good trip. Okay, so we pray for traveling grace for who? My sons Armani and then their brother yeah. Joshua. They're going to go see their dad I in Arizona. You. Thank you. Good morning. Happy Monday. God bless everyone on the call. This is Sister Lisa. Hey, hey. Hey, hey. Good morning. Good morning, Sister Lisa. Good to hear your Thank sound. Have a great day. You too. You have a blessed, great day. Okay, you guys, good morning. Anybody else would like to say good morning? Now is the time. Welcome to Declare Victory. Just, this is a time we just love on each other. Say good morning. Good morning. Who is that? Good morning. Good morning. It's persistent. Good morning, everybody. Happy Monday. Happy Monday, Christmas. Okay, you guys, this is like this that time. <laughs> Excuse me. Yvonne, would you please leave your phone for me, sir? Can everybody, um, at the sound of my voice, if you could please just check your phone and put it on mute so we can um, move along with the call. Okay, let me pull up the script. Okay. All right. Before we move along, um, move forward with the call, we ask again for everyone to please look down at your phone and make sure that your phone is muted. Hello. My name is Moxie Mona, and that greeter is Yvonne Mary Lachaud. And we thank you for joining us here on Declare Victory. We are a prayer call that meets Monday through Friday starting at 6 o'clock a.m., 
Pacific Time, and um, 8 o'clock a.m. Central Time, 9 o'clock a.m. Eastern Time, to edify, empower, and encourage and equip you in your walk with Christ. Be sure to continue to join us throughout the month of July, where the monthly theme is entitled Transformation. All declarations will focus on the importance of being transformed by the Holy Spirit as we yield to the will and plan of God in order to fulfill his purpose in our lives. Okay, there are um, one announcement for today. And the first announcement is please join us tonight and every Monday night for Marriage Matters and for married couples or married couples. You can call back into the same phone number um, at between the times of 6.30 and 7.30 Pacific time, 8.30, um, 9.30 um, Central, and 9.30, 10.30 Eastern. You will be happy that you did. I did not see any prayer requests in the app, but we had several um, spoken prayer requests, you guys. And uh, one, the first prayer request, Brother Michael is asking us um, to keep the community lifted, um, praying for healing for our community. He spoke about a, a man who overdosed at a table. So he is asking us to lift up the community. Um, Sister Yvette is asking for us to pray for her and her back. Sister Didi is asking for us to um, pray, pray for her son, Amani, and his brother, who are traveling grace. They are going to Arizona to see their dad. And hold on. Sister Rochelle also is, um, Sister um, Pamela Mason is asking for us to pray for her brother-in-law, Gerald. He has been diagnosed with stage three stomach cancer. Please agree with her in prayer, in Jesus' name, for complete healing. Okay. <clears throat> Excuse me. All right, you guys. In the order of the call today, prayer and corporate praise will be brought by Yolandra, and then we will have declaration will be brought by Dion. Then we will go right into closing comments hosted by our declare, which is Dion. Once again, the order of the call, prayer and corporate praise, would be brought by Sister Yolanda, and our, the declaration would be brought by Dia. All right, the scripture for today comes from Ezekiel 36 and 26, and it reads, And I will give you a new heart and a new spirit I will put within you, and I will remove the heart of stone from your flesh and give you a heart of flesh. Once again, it says, and I will give you a new heart and a new spirit I will put within you, and I will remove the stone, remove the heart of stone from your flesh and give you a heart of flesh. May the Lord add a blessing to the reading, hearing, and doing of his holy word. At this time, please, everyone, look down at your phone and make sure your phone is muted as I pass the call to our prayer warrior. God bless you, you guys. He loves us so much. I love you too. Have a blessed Monday. I now pass the call to the prayer warrior, Yolanda. Hallelujah, hallelujah. 
Thank you, Father. God, God, I ask that you come into this place, Lord, that you would saturate us with your presence, Lord, that you would fill us with your spirit, Lord. I thank you, God, for yet another day, God, a day that you did not have to bless us with. Oh, but you did, God. You are amazing, Lord God. You are so loving and kind and gracious, Lord God. Your provisions, Lord God, are bountiful, Lord Jesus. I just bless your name. Hallelujah. God, fill my vessel, fill my spirit, Lord God, with you, Lord God. I pray that these prayers, Lord God, and those that come after, Lord God, will be a sweet, 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 sweet scent, Lord God, unto your nostrils, Lord God. First and foremost, God, forgive us for anything we have done that is against you, Lord God, anything we have said, Lord God, anything we have thought. Jesus, forgive us, God. Thank you for your refreshing, Lord God. Thank you for your mercy, Jesus. I just bless your name. Hallelujah. We come to you right now, Lord God, on bended knee, Lord God, and a contrite heart. Lord God, we come to you with our prayers and supplications and our petitions because we know that it's only you, no one but you, no one else but you, you and you alone, God, that can hear our prayers, hear our cry, Lord God, and turn a situation around around. So we thank you, God. I come to you right now, Lord God, in the name of Jesus, Lord God, while on this side, God, for our communities, Lord Jesus, hallelujah, for our young people, Lord God, for those who are lost, Lord God, for those who have been snapped up and snatched away, God, by drugs and violence, Lord God. Oh, God, heal our community, Lord God. Please, Lord God, the young people that are out there, Lord God, um, using drugs that are laced with everything up to and including fentanyl, arson, whatever else, poison. God, I pray, Lord God, I pray, Lord God, that you would snatch your people up, Lord God. Loose and separate them, Lord God. Hallelujah. God, I pray for the young man that fell dead at the table, Lord God. Lord God, we never know the time, the day or the hour, Lord God. Ah, but we pray, Jesus, hallelujah, that when you call our name, God, we will be fit and we will be ready, Lord God. That we have... uh done everything that we can uh, within our power, Lord God, to press towards the mark to your higher calling, Lord God. Oh, God, I pray for his spirit, Lord God. Oh, God, I pray for the family that's mourning right now in the name of Jesus. God, I pray for our communities, Lord God. I pray for the world, Lord God. Oh, God, I pray for the globe, God. Hallelujah. God, I thank you. Thank you for transforming us, Lord God. Thank you, God, for separating us, Lord God. 
thank you, God, because you knew before we were in our mother's womb that we would accept you as Lord and Savior of our lives, Lord God. I pray for those who are still trying to decide, Lord God, that they will come in true recognition and acceptance and acknowledgement, Lord God, that you reign, God. You reign, God. You reign, God. Oh, God, without a doubt, Jesus, you reign. Hallelujah. God, I pray also for Helen Woods, who lost her husband, Charles Woods. I pray for the family, Lord God, that you will rest his soul, God. Hallelujah. That he will see your face, God. Hallelujah. That you would uh, uh, comfort and be with his wife, Helen, Lord God. I pray for my brother. Charles was his brother, Lord God. I pray for my brother-in-law, Lord God, that you will rest him, Lord God, that you will comfort him, Lord God, and you will give him peace, Lord Jesus, that he will know, Lord God, with certainty, Lord God, that goodbye is not goodbye. It's just farewell for now, Lord God. Hallelujah. Because we all want to see your face, Lord God. Your word says in your house, Lord God. You have many mansions, Lord God. You have many mansions, Lord Jesus. Lord God, house is singular, Lord God. Mansions is plural, Lord God. Mansions are huge, God. Hallelujah. But in your house. You have mansions within a house, Lord God. So we just thank you, God, for sealing that place for us, Lord God, for preparing a place for us, Lord Jesus, so we can come to rest, Lord God, and dance, Lord God, and praise you, Lord God, on the golden, golden streets, Lord God. Oh, God, I bless your name. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, God, I pray for healing for event, Lord God. I pray, Lord God, that you will eradicate, numb, remove any pain in her back, Lord God. I plead the blood of Jesus right now in this very moment, Lord God, that you will give her a quickened step, Lord God, that you will allow her to stand up straight, Lord God, without any pain, Lord God. I pray for your Pray for your child, God. Oh, God, give her release, Lord God. Oh, God, lessen and remove her pain, Jesus, right now in the name of Jesus. And, oh, God, I pray for Imani. And, oh, God, I pray for Joshua. And, oh, God, I pray for traveling grace and mercy to and fro. I pray, pray for a sweet peaceful, wonderful, memorable uh, visit with their dad, God. Oh, God, men need their fathers, God. Thank God for his father, for their fathers, Lord God. Bless them, Lord God, coming, and bless them, Lord God, going. Lord God, help them return home to their mother, Lord God. Oh, God, I just bless your name, and I thank you right now in the name of Jesus. God, I pray for Gerald, Lord God, who's been diagnosed with stomach cancer, God. I pray, Lord God, I know that your name and your blood is mightier than any third 
fourth degree, whatever, God. I pray, Lord God, if it be thy will, Lord God, I pray that our will and our prayers, Lord God, are in alignment with yours. God, I pray, Lord God, that you give him peace right now, Lord God. I pray, Lord God, that you increase his faith right now. I pray for his family around him, that they can hold him up and present him at the altar for you, Lord God, to do your magical work, your supernatural work, your awe-inspiring work, your miraculous work. God, I pray, Lord God, that you will uh, heal, Lord God, that you will remove, deaden, eradicate, oh God, any cancerous cell from his stomach, God, I call it out right now in the name of Jesus, and I throw it into the sea. Lord God, your word says that we should not be conformed to this world. We are transformed by the renewing of our mind. Lord God, that means we change our mind about things, Lord God. We start to see things differently, Lord God. We start to see things as you see things, as you reveal them to us, Lord God. Hallelujah. Lord, And your word says, and that by testing, we may discern what is your will, what is good, what is acceptable, and what is perfect. God, we have been crucified with Christ. It is no longer we who live, God, but Christ, Jesus, lives within us, Lord God. And the life, Lord God, uh, we now live in the flesh by faith by the Son of God who loved us and gave himself for us, Lord God. Therefore, since we have been justified by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. Though Excuse me. Through him we have also obtained access by faith into his grace in which we stand, and we rejoice in hope and the glory of God. More than that, we rejoice in our sufferings, Lord God, knowing that suffering produces endurance, endurance produces character, character produces hope, and hope does not put us to shame because God's love has poured into our hearts through the Holy Spirit who has been given to us. God, you left a comforter, Lord God. You left the Holy Spirit, Lord God, to be among us, Lord God, to dwell within us, Lord God, to guide us, Lord God. Oh, God, we pray to you right now in the name of Jesus. Thank you, God, for your loving kindness, God. Thank you, God, for your fragrant love, Lord God. Thank you, God, for your inexhaustible, inexpressible power, Lord God. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you for our frailties, Lord God. Oh, God, I pray, that God, that when anything comes up against us, that we will first call out to you, that we will not come to you as a last resort. We don't come to you, Lord God, with only give me, give me, give me. Oh, God, that we come to you, Lord God, for refreshing, Lord God. We come to you, God, for a spirit of discernment, Lord Jesus. We come to you, Lord God, to be further renewed and transformed. Every day that we live, I pray for everyone under the sound of my voice, Lord God. I pray for Dion, who is coming after me, Lord God. Bless her, Lord God, mighty woman of God. Bless her, Jesus. Bless her, Lord God. Help her to expound upon the word, to break it down, Lord God, in a way that we've not heard it before. Open our hearts and our ears, Lord God, to receive the word, Lord God. I pray for my brothers and sisters on this call, Lord Jesus, as we come right now and we take our foes off the mute and we say glory, hallelujah, to your name. 
Thank you for the transformation, Lord God. Thank you, God, for all you've done and doing for us, Lord God. Thank you, God, for your grace, your love, and your mercy. In the name of Thank you, Lord. Thank Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. God, we bless your name this morning. God, thank you for your presence, Lord God. 
Thank you for visiting this place, Lord God. Thank you, God, for your love, your mercy, your omnipotence, and your omniscience, Lord God. We pray as your people, Lord God, that you have heard our prayers and, and thanksgiving and our supplication, Lord God, and we wait, Lord God, on your promises, Lord God, because you, we know your word is true, never failing. You are not a God or a man to lie. I bless your name. I pray for Dion. I thank Thank you for Mona. I thank you for Yvonne. All these things I pray in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 And amen again. Happy Monday, y'all. It is mid-drift of the seventh month on this beautiful Monday morning at 6.26 a.m., just want you to be mindful of the moment. Amen. Thank you, Mona. Thank you, Yvonne. Thank you, Yolandra. Thank you to each of you who lended your voice to a sound that I'm positive was a sweet-smelling savor unto our Savior. Um, it is one of the most humbling things on the planet to hear transformation in hearts and minds and growth and development and it is fuel for the mission that I was sent to accomplish. It is um, consistent encouragement uh, on the days that I want to quit to keep going knowing that we always triumph and because God, ah, glory to God, is the greatest power. We can never be defeated. Again, good morning to each of you. I am um, extremely excited about being able to speak truth to power and to encourage and to make your baby leap. If God blessed to say the same this morning, uh, I don't usually share on Mondays. And I'm super excited that I have to check the schedule <laughs> to make the flyers or I wouldn't have known that I was sharing this morning. Amen. But the word of God says it like this. Be ye also ready when at all times a man ought to always have a word in his mouth to encourage, to inspire, to empower, but more importantly, to impart the truth of God and who he is in love, in power, and not just in word, but in how we exist here in the earth realm as we all equip ourselves to bring heaven to earth. I pray uh, that the power of God be loosed this morning. I pray uh, that your hearts and minds are not only prepared to receive, but that you remember that you are absolutely the apple of God's eye, that every single thing about you is perfect. It's beautiful. It is wonderfully made uh, to not just live your life, but that someone else's life would be impacted. We are talking about transformation this month, and it has been a powerful month, a powerful time in the Lord. Uh, Apostle Pierre shared on Friday, and um, that I'm, I'm hopeful carried you through the weekend. Well, this morning, we're going to get right back to it, right back to our transformational moments, our moments where we are being enlightened. Uh, the, the Word of God says, mute your phone for us, sweetheart. The entrance of His Word gives light and adds understanding. That is one of my 
favorite, favorite scriptures. And I'll say this this morning, light be. Hallelujah. Light be. I pray that every dark place in your heart and in your mind be illuminated by the word of God this morning. Uh, Again, we're talking about transformation. I'm going to share this morning from John, the fourth chapter, super familiar passage of scripture. And I'll probably read the text out of order just a bit because I want to set the framework um, for the teaching this morning. We are all created uh, to impact the lives of others. I know um, that that the enemy would would have us think that our lives are full of selfish gain and uh, all we want is houses and cars. But how many of you know that's the biggest lie from the pit of hell? Your life is important to the lives of others. Your life is necessary for others to be empowered, to be inspired, to be encouraged, to be enriched, um, but more importantly, to be equipped uh, for kingdom building work. Amen. And I'm, I'm grateful this morning that I understand that our lives transcend what we think we see. Our lives transcend what we think we see. And sometimes you uh, can feel insignificant. Sometimes you can feel irrelevant. Sometimes you can feel powerless and or hopeless in life and its adventures. Um, but but I want you to, to know that even your flaws, even your brokenness, uh, even your uh, your fears, your anxieties, all of those things are employed to get you to a place of power. All of those things are made to refine you. They're working patience down on the inside of you. And so um, as we go into this teaching today, uh, I, I want to give a demonstration. You guys know me. I love to make sure that the word is simple enough that a, a two-year-old can understand it, hopefully. Hopefully it is broken down in such a way um, that it will give you tools for now. So again, we're going to be um, going to be sharing from John, the fourth chapter, and I believe I'll start, yeah, I'll start at um, I'll start at 21. I'll start at 21, and we'll go from there. All right, I'm going to be reading out of the Message Bible, just for simplicity. Um, I, I study from King James, but I like to teach from the Message Bible because the goal is to, again, walk away with practical tools for living now. At my at my church, it's called LRM. We call it LABS. So that's Life Application Bible Study. That's how I learned it. I learned how to apply the Word of God to my life and to put myself um, in the text, to place myself in the text. And this story being as familiar as it is, is uh, a place that not only resonates with me, but that I can identify with from my my broken places, my my broken pieces. We're talking about transformation. Um, So it says, believe me, woman, the time is coming when you Samaritans will worship the Father neither here at this mountain nor there in Jerusalem. 
You worship guessing in the dark. We Jews worship in the clear light of day. God's way of salvation is made available through the Jews. But the time is coming. It has in fact come when what you're called will not matter and where you go to worship will not matter. It's who you are and the way you live that counts before God. Your worship must engage your spirit in the pursuit of truth. That's the kind of people the Father is out looking for, those who are simply and honestly themselves before him and their worship. God is a sheer being itself, spirit. Those who worship him must do it out of their very being, their spirits, their true selves in adoration. Now, here it is that Jesus is having a discussion with this oh-so-familiar woman at the well who had been standing only uh, to go and reload her water pot. We all know the story, and for some of those that are perhaps new to the body of Christ and the story is unfamiliar to you, uh, this woman was pretty much considered a uh, loose lily, honey. She had been around the block. She had been backstreet Betty. She had been uh, around the way girl. She had, you know, been, you know, kind of passed around of sorts. And Jesus uh, began to interrogate her in the entrance of the text. He had asked her a few questions and told her that uh, it, it was her obligation to fulfill a need that he had, and that was to give him water to drink. She politely corrected him and told him, listen, you know, I'm a Samaritan. I'm considered raggedy. You shouldn't really be getting anything from me. <laughs> uh, I, I'm not really, I'm not really sure if you understand uh, who you are talking to, kind sir. Like it's dang near illegal for you to say hi to me, right? So seven says a woman, uh, a Samaritan, came to draw water. Jesus said, "Will you give me drink of water?" And his disciples had gone to the village to buy food for lunch. And the Samaritan woman, then taken aback. But she was blown away because she even had action at hello. How come you, a Jew, are asking me, a Samaritan woman, for a drink? Jews in those days would not be caught dead even speaking to her. And Jesus answered and said, if you knew the generosity of God and who I am, you would be asking me for a drink. And I would give you fresh living water. Well, later on, it goes on to say um, it, it is plain and simple that everyone who drinks from this well, this well we call Jesus, this well we call sovereignty, this well we call the great I am, ah, glory to God, this well we call the lion of the tribe of Judah, this well we call the lion and the lamb, this well we call the bright and morning star, this well who cannot fail, who is counselor, who is a authoritative in his right and his left hand, this ambidextrous God that we serve, and here she is in his presence and doesn't even recognize who he is. Have you ever been there? <laughs> Those moments where 
you were in the company of great and had no idea, didn't even recognize the one who was standing before you and a quiet as is kept because greater is he that is in us than he that is in the world. And because we were made in his image and his likeness, I want to remind you this morning that you, my dear, yeah, you, yep, you with your broken, bent, tattered self, you are considered greatness, right? Jesus is then uh, sharing with her that if you drink from me, if you come to understand who I am, if you begin to walk with me and uh, carry the truth of my spirit in yours and you allow me to override your desires, your failures, your setbacks, your holdups, your silks, the things that make you uniquely you, the bruises and the scars that create the those that worship him must worship him in spirit and in truth. See, all that stuff, uh, all those things, all those sets of circumstances and incidents made you precisely who you are in this moment. Jesus knew all about her. And her immediate response, which is one of our major problems, sometimes we're slow uh, to respond. We instead make active decisions to react to sets of circumstances that perhaps throw us for a loop or may catch us off guard. Sometimes we have issues with offense and we miss the blessing because we don't understand that Romans 8 and 28 is an audible voice in times of being indecisive or making an active decision that you will receive that which God has already spoken about who you are because what is, was, and will continually be. And the woman said, sir, give me this water so I won't ever be thirsty again. So I won't ever have to come back to this well. And guess what he said? He checked her. Got her together right quick. Go go get your husband. <laughs> and then they're running back over here. Go go get your boy and, and then let let's start there. And and she said, mm, I'm gonna say it like grandma would say it. I ain't got now. <laughs> and Jesus responded, well, that was nicely put. I have no husband. You had five husbands with your raggedy behind, with your trying to fill voids and empty places and spaces with something that only a great guy who is omniscient, who is omnipotent, who is all-powerful, who is all-knowing, who is all-seeing, only he can fill that space. And listen, check this out. Oh, boy, you shacking with right now as Sa'ai? <laughs> he's he not your husband either. You you spoke the truth. I'm, I'm glad you had the presence of mind to be transparent. I'm glad that you knew something down on the inside of you knew and recognized that it is impossible to lie to God. She was like, oh, oh, all right, well, so you was a prophet. Okay, okay, okay. Well, listen, our ancestors worshiped God at this mountain. They, our ancestors did it like this. You know, this this how we did it old school. We just kind of do what we want to do and let God fill in the empty spaces. We kind of just go our own way because tradition and custom and religion and legalism and all those different things had already established certain boundaries that we just don't go outside of because, you know, we're going to be good enough to get into the kingdom. <laughs> 
And here it is that God said, uh, listen, time is coming where it's not going to matter what you call yourself or what your ancestors did or what used to go on, what used to transpire, how the transactions used to be exchanged. You're going to have to get to a point where clarity of mind comes, not just to your mind, but to your spirit, where you understand that they, hallelujah, that worship him must worship him in spirit and in truth. But with all of those soul holes, how do you proceed? One of the things I appreciate most about the power and the spirit of God, I appreciate being able to come to him. Uh, and, and praise is one thing, but worship is something totally different. Praise will carry you through those moments where you sit in your gratitude and you're just grateful you ain't dead, just grateful you weren't sitting somewhere at Maggiano's or uh, sitting at the uh, Ruth Chris or Outback Steakhouse or In-N-Out Burger, whatever your delight is, and you didn't fall out bed, those moments where perhaps you had ingested a little bit too much uh, of whatever pharmaceutical preference you might have, or whatever uh, hallucinogen you may have taken, where one of those times where those uh, Russian roulette nights at 2 and 3 o'clock in the morning didn't leave you with a condition that was irreplaceable, that the worry and the disdain that you have sat under in the auspice of, I'm not sure what this is going to be, or the outcome of that, those moments where a cancer could have riddled your body, hallelujah, where all those things could have transpired and the transaction could have been a final sale. Ah, glory to Jesus. Those moments you recognize that grace and mercy are not only sufficient, but you can appreciate who God is from a different place where gratitude is cool. But let me tell you something about the difference between uh, praise and worship transformation. That's, that's all we're talking about. This woman was standing here before a mirror, a mirror that was a tell-all, a mirror that spoke murals and myriads of truth to her life. Even through her own words, he gave them back to her. And sometimes in transforming moments, God will give you back your words and remind you that he is, and he's a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. And praise goes out the window, and worship begins to overtake you where you're not concerned about what he does. Hallelujah. You're not concerned about what he gives you. Glory to God. You're not concerned about being held hostage to your past, but you're like, listen, this all I got, dude. I've been through a whole bunch. Uh, mama wasn't there. Daddy wasn't there. Husband didn't treat me right. I was mistreated at work. All these different things that we entertain in our mind's eye during the course of the day. But then there are these moments where all you can think of is his face. where all you can think of is his heart towards you. That in spite of all that you are absolutely guilty of, it is absolved under the power of the auspice of the blood of Jesus that speaks a better word. Ah, thank you, Lord. Jesus, it is covered, it is forgiven, it is forsaken, it is thrown as far as the east is to the west. And here this woman, just being honest, listen, I'm ratchet, I'm clear. <laughs> but, but if you give me some of this water, if you refresh me, 
if you give me something to drink from, if you give me something to savor, I promise you everything that I am will be transformed instantly. This woman understood that in that moment, while she saw him as a prophet, he came to be her liberator. He came to remind her that there is more. I want to tell you this morning that transformation, uh, when you start to change your mind about who you see you as, and you start to give way and yield to the truth of the power of the spirit of God that's working down on the inside of you, everything begins to shift. It seems like it gets a little brighter. Ah, glory to God, light be. Jesus, you start to understand that as he begins to light up the dark places, the things that you think are secret, the things that you think you've hidden from him, the things that you think nobody knows about, he knows all, and you just begin to worship. How'd you know me? And you love me. You see me. And still... You love me. Are you kidding me? And then what happens in those moments of worship, in those moments of reflection, in those moments of revelation, in those moments of understanding, in those moments of getting, transformation happens. And for some of us, it happens overnight. And for others of us, it's a journey. And as they went ideology, those are the times and the seasons where you start to uh, catch it. That's what we call it. Honey, did you catch that? Catch this. Listen, his love for us is so immense. He'll meet us in places where it seems like it's impossible, hallelujah, for us to even get a glimpse of who he is in his greatness, a God that went inside of himself out of nothing to create a you. He has no beginning. He has no end. Everything about him is, is. But he loved us enough to stop at some point because he drew us to him. See, she thought she was going to a well. She was being drawn to a place that would not just change her life. Get this, y'all. But because Jesus, ah, in his all-knowingness, because Jesus, ah, glory to God in his all-seeingness, knows that at some point we're going to know that we know that we know that there's got to be something more. There's got to be something greater. I ain't going for halfway. I'm sick of it. Absolutely enough. I want every single thing that God has promised me. And this woman said, listen, I, I, I don't know about all of that, but the, but the Messiah is coming. Her still, she don't even catch it. She didn't even get it. Right? She, she had the unmitigated gall to say to the one that knows all and sees all, listen, when he gets here, <laughs> we'll get the story. We'll know it all when he gets here. And I'm sure there was a pregnant pause in that moment, and Jesus probably chuckled to himself because I can only imagine that he'd be a little bit cynical, even in his parables and his uh, uh, epiphanies, those moments where we either get it or we don't. He's so dope. He just, yeah, well, listen, check it out. I'm him. 
You, now it's up to you. You can wait for somebody else to come, or you can get you can get this drink. <laughs> it's up to you. You don't have to look anywhere else. And then look, check this out. Then here come the disciples, right? The disciples slide. They come back from wherever they had gone to do their business. And, and all of them are spooked because here Jesus is talking to this forbidden woman, right? He had gone out of his way to make time and space to transform a life that some of us would consider insignificant. Isn't it uh, just like us to count somebody out to say uh, perhaps they don't matter? Isn't it just like us to uh, dismiss somebody who God has already lined up to not only be great. Listen, this raggedy, five-husband-having, shacking, uh, water pot-carrying, all, we call her all kinds of adjectives, y'all. She She's standing here and has no idea that her whole life, <laughs> from being in the right place at the right time, has literally just been transformed. She hadn't even walked in to the truth of who God said he was just yet. Now, here he has told her that uh, it's me. Here come the disciples in the middle of this very, very important dialogue. And they spooked because he's talking to uh, Ratchet 101. And so the woman, because we as people, we always worried about what uh, the, the heaven backwards somebody else thinks of us. So now here she is in the middle of being liberated. She catches herself, sees the disciples mugging her, giving her the good old once over. Half of them probably already knew who she was and catch that, right? <laughs> they knew who she was because how did you even know what she was or if she was a Samaritan or a Jew? And I'm sure there must have been uh, customs and uh, attire that would kind of dictate who was what. It's no different than us being in uh, here in California and going somewhere Midwest and their whole their whole little swag is different than ours. I'm sure there were identification marks. But then the word says this. Uh, she she dismissed herself because she, she saw their faces. There's a scripture, Rochelle, find it for me. Uh, be not afraid of their faces. Right? So it's the Bible says that the woman took the hint and left. And in her confusion, she left what she came there to get. She left her water pot. See, one of the things about transformation, you have one agenda. God has a whole mission for you to go on. She had one idea in mind, that which she came to retrieve, she walked off from. Honey, I'm not studying this water pot. My mind is blown. This man <clears throat> has just told me all about myself. Not only did he tell me all all about myself, but he told me that he is what I'm looking for. Ah, glory to God. He is what I need. He will uh, make sure that every single need that I have is not only met, thank you, uh, but it is, is exceeded above and beyond my expectation, exceeding abundantly, above and beyond anything I could ever think, hope for, or imagine. That scripture uh, says, be not afraid of thy faces, for I am with thee to deliver thee, saith the Lord. That's Jeremiah 1 and 8. Thank you, Rochelle. 
this this woman had run into not only a man that would transform her life, but see, how many of you know that when your life changes, you know, those moments where people are like, I, something about her, something about him, something about them as a couple, something about them as a family is different. I, I don't know what it is. And one of two things is going to happen. <laughs> Either they're going to be drawn or they'll be repelled. The the disciples were still riddled with this religiosity. They understood that he was, but, you know, in the back of their minds on certain levels, they was like, eh, maybe I'm tripping, right? He breaking all the rules. He came to defy all the customs. He came, everything about old boy is different. He, he's not only uh, stepping outside of the guise of what the parameters are between the Jews and the Samaritans, the Pharisees and the Sadducees. He's breaking all the rules, and he don't care about none of it. I know they were sick of him. I know they were sick of him. Listen, I don't care nothing about what y'all think. I don't care nothing about what y'all feel. I created this whole entire thing. See, this is mine. This came out of me. I put you in a position to have to unlearn and unthink. See, this woman, I'm sure she stood there. She thinking to herself, she had it all figured out. I'm going to get old boy. He going to take care of PG&E. Listen, Dion, I'm going to get old boy, and then he going to make sure the rent is paid. Look, check this out, Dion. I'm going to get this one right here. He's going to make sure the car stay running. Uh, listen, Dion, I'm going to get this one over here, and he's going to make sure all the maintenance in the building is taken care of. Listen, Dion, then I'm going to have this one over here that's going to take care of the plumbing. Aces, you know, the plumbing. And, hey, Dion, listen, we get to a place where we have – our own ideas and our identity given through culture and custom and what our forefathers used to do, those generational curses, those iniquities, those things that riddle us without our permission, those things that carry us from brokenness to more brokenness. But here it is. God, Jesus, the Son of God in the flesh, standing, speaking life, truth to power, giving her a drink that would consistently Feel her thirst. That woman took that hint. She left. She left that water pot, and she went immediately and began to evangelize. Hey, check this out. Come see this man. Hey, y'all heard of him? Jesus, did y'all know he was here? Hey, you you think this is him? I I don't know because he just told me all my business. He ran me completely down, right? And guess what? That simple, that swiftly, that quick. Everybody, because see, they knew she was raggedy, and it, and they knew the custom, they knew the tradition, they knew he broke the rules to say whatever he said to her. They knew that everything that just happened was illegal according to traditions of men, according to the forefathers, according to history. Everything he did broke all the rules. Do you know Jesus will break the rules to pull you out? Do you know Jesus will change what history looked like to transform your life? But get this, because 
she was open to unlearning, because she was open to unthinking, because she was honest. And honesty is worship. I want you to know that. When you are transparent with God, it doesn't always mean falling on the ground. Fall. Listen, I can't do nothing without you. I, I cannot. You are my source. You are the air I breathe. You are my restoration. You are my peace. You are my hope. You are my shield and buckler. You are my hedge. You are my hope. You are my strength, God. You are my faith. When you get to a place where, listen, I did all of what you said. Well, I've got T-shirts, mugs, hats ink pens, uh, Dixie cups, anything you want. Listen, I did that with bells on my toes. Go ask about it. Bet you they'll remember that. (laughs) But the beautiful thing is she instantly left what she was doing to begin an entirely different task. Her life went from task-oriented to mission-based. And to date, we speak well of her, having been a traveling companion for our Savior, with her ratchet, low-down, historically considered not worthy self. She became a, a forerunner for the kingdom. She became a voice. She became a sound in the earth. And when she spoke, as soon as she received that he was who he said he was, something happened down on the inside of her. Her life began to be transformed. Her words began to be influential words. Do you know that your words can transform somebody's life? Just your testimony of how far God has brought you. Just your story of how he's brought you from darkness into the marvelous light. See, he lit up everything that she would consider dark. He lit up everything that she would consider hidden. Sometimes we don't want to be exposed because we don't want anybody to know that we have a history. I need to tell you your history is necessary. Those same corners you used to rock, those same blocks you used to hit, those same doors you used to knock, they need to know that when God does something down on the inside of you. The transformation is so radical. The transformation is so recognizable that you no longer, I don't apologize for anything that I did. I did it like the boss I am. And I say the boss I am because I understand whose I am and that every single thing worked for my good because greater was working on the inside of me. I understand that Today, once upon a time, I wouldn't have been able to say that to y'all, not out loud. I would have said that in the company of my friends. I don't care what anyone thinks. I know what God did in my heart. I know how he delivered my life. I know how he delivered my appetite. I know how he delivered my mentality. I know how he delivered my broken heart. I know how he delivered me from my disappointments. I know what he did when he began to reconcile me to himself. And you've got to get to a place y'all, where it don't matter what nobody say, where it doesn't matter what anyone thinks, doesn't matter about your little funky, silly feelings, this is not that, this is a decision-based relationship. You got action at transformation, but not just for you. I'm going to read this last little piece, and I promise I'll let you go. Listen, he says, uh, uh, the the conversation shifts. It says, in the meantime, the disciples pressed him, Rabbi, uh, eat. 
aren't you going to eat? And he told them, listen, I have food to eat that you know nothing about. That they was kind of spooked. Listen, I, I, I got, I got this, this meat that I got to uh, chew and chew it up in such a way that these little babies can eat it like a bird regurgitates a worm to a baby bird, right? The disciples were puzzled and uh, who, who could have brought in food? <laughs> where, where, where could food have come from? And Jesus said, the food that keeps me going is that I do the will of the one who sent me, finishing the work he started. And as you look around right now, wouldn't you say that uh, about four months is, is going to be harvest time? Listen, I need to tell you right now, open up your eyes and look again. The Samaritan fields are ripe. I don't care where they came from. I don't care what silly little denomination they call themselves. The field is ripe. Folks waiting to be plucked. Do you know how hungry people are for the truth of the word of God? And we around here sitting in church buildings, clapping and dancing and falling all over the place. And folks are dying, losing their soul, going straight to hell with gasoline draws on because we won't go into places where those that we consider unqualified, unworthy, un, incapable of, of being of any use to the kingdom. We so hoity-toity in our good old churchy country clubs that we forget about the souls that are outside of the walls of the church. She, she went into the city. She, she ain't go to the synagogue. Big that. She, she went into the fields. She went to places where people knew who she was and recognized who she was. Listen, if he had something to say to her, perhaps I'll be blessed enough that he'll have something to say to me. I want to tell you all that this is what we call the bumper harvest season. Look it up. Do your own research. This is the season where God is going to supernaturally add to the body of Christ. And listen, you could be catalytic and part of that process because of the transformation that's happening down on the inside of you. You you may not be a, a, a Juanita Bynum. You may not be a T.D. Jakes. You may not be a Keon Henderson. You may not be a, a, a Felicia. Uh, you have your own Thing. There's a thing on the inside of you. There is something that is not only useful for the kingdom, but your life has the power to transform a city, a region, a nation, depending on what your mission is, what your assignment is. Keeping in mind, everything she went for, she left right there. Your water pot, you got to have the courage to leave your water pot alone. My water pot was standing behind a chair learning how to listen, standing behind a chair learning how to heighten my discernment, standing behind a chair, uh, speaking life into women that, uh, and some men. I didn't realize that it was training ground. See those five husbands for her, that was a training ground that men would see her and listen. You hear me? Some things that God allowed in your life give you influence in certain spheres and atmospheres. See, somebody had been saved all their life, and there are many. There are certain areas and arenas they can't go in. Now, I'm going to say it just like this. Tan and I have a very different relationship. Tan will speak life to somebody that uh, perhaps is stuck in religion or tradition. I'm going to the block because I used to go to the block a very different way, right? Everybody has their own identity in the kingdom. 
who you are in the natural, everything that you consider icky and yucky and worthless and embarrassing and the thing that you feel ashamed about, that's the very thing that God is going to give you. See, the men listened because they knew what time it was. The women listened because they was trying to make sure their man didn't get caught up with old girl. Listen, every single thing is useful. Transformation is about taking what's in your hand. <laughs> having it be reignited with the power of the Holy Ghost, allowing God to refine the tendencies of your heart, your appetite, your um, idea of who you think you are in kingdom living, and him using that for your good. I can go places that many of you cannot go. I can go stand on prison yards and they say, hey, Dion, uh-huh, me, I can there are things that you think disqualify you that make you all the more qualified. Don't count yourself out. Don't give up on understanding that every single thing is useful. That being said, I'm past my time. I pray that something that I said will not only empower you, I pray that there was a revelation. I pray that there was an impartation. I pray for Holy Ghost boldness to stop hiding what you think disqualifies you. It doesn't matter. And keep in mind, Jeremiah 1 and 8, listen, you ain't got, don't worry about them. They are irrelevant. The only time there's relevance to them is when your life is so transformed, they know something is different. They know something happened. Hey, how do I get some of that? I, I need to, can you show me? You ain't for everybody. But who you are for, you are for. But you cannot do it from hidden places. Amen. There may be somebody that joined the call a little bit late. You didn't get a chance to say good morning. Now's your time. Great morning. Good morning. Good morning, beyond this, Diane. Good morning, Caroline. Good morning, Dion. Good morning, Caroline. Good morning. Hey, Monica. Good morning, Denise. Hey, Denise. Good morning. Good morning. Yeah, 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 yeah. Hey, bro. Good morning. Good morning. This is Swanita. Hey, Swanita. Oh, Swanita. I ain't even going to say I know. It's okay. Sorry. I just thought, as soon as I heard your voice, God, dog it. Okay. Amen. Anybody else? Good morning, Dion. Morning, Glow. Good morning. It's Krishonda. Light B. Light B. God bless you. Good morning, Dion. It's Georgia. Hey, Georgia. Morning. Hey, Dion. Good morning. Christina. Hey, good morning, Christina. Good morning, hey, Dion. Jeff. Hey, who was that, Jeff? That Was that Al or Jeff? Who was that? Al. Hey, Al. Good morning. Anybody else? And I mean good morning. It's Jeff. <laughs> I mean, good morning, darling. 
Can you hear me? Mm-hmm. Hey, girl. For the block, I didn't, you didn't hear me back, so I didn't say, yeah. No, you, you didn't, I didn't hear you until you said, do you hear me? <laughs> oh, because I said, Diddy from the block, and I went, yeah. From the, yeah. You already know, you know. <laughs> Anybody else? If that's it, um, we'll walk right into love, life, and victory. Anybody have any questions, comments, commentary? This is funny. To, this is so ironic that you spoke on the same thing that um, our bishop uh preached about yesterday and it you know and it's just like uh you know of course you 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 do it a little different and he he did a little different as well but it just made this the story line make make you understand you know that how just one woman won a lot of souls you know just um how telling her story or just saying come see a man you know that um was able to tell her everything. So, you know, the thing is, is that we have, we all have a testimony. We all have a story. And so that when people see our light or see us, and and like you said, even though the disciples, when they came back, they already knew who she was, you know, whether it was her appearance or whatever it is, people know, a lot of times people know you that don't know that you don't know. You know what I'm saying? Or Absolutely. they know of you or whatever. And mm-hmm. and and the thing is when your life transforms, you know, you able to they able to see there's something different about her. Or there's something different. And so we need to tell that story. We need to tell what has happened to us. What what made us change? How did we change, you know, or what's going on in our life so that others can come to to know him. And so, you know, I thank you for your the the way you you know tell your story. I love love the way you give it, and um, just thank you for this morning. Amen. Amen. My my honor. Yeah, I'm gonna jump in before Elder Jonathan do because Bishop spoke on this yesterday. So okay, I gotta go back and listen. I, I don't know if you can listen. You might have to touch one of us with our you know, ghetto replays. Um, oh, but oh, anyway, okay. <laughs> anyway um, if I tell you y'all was neck and neck, you know how you mm-hmm. talk about delivery, you know he wasn't playing just like you wasn't playing. Made it plain. Made it to the, for the easiest one that's outside the door, inside the door, listening from the window easy for it to be heard and understood. It is the word in the land today. God bless you, sis. Amen. God bless you. God bless you, Dion. This is Monica. I'm going to keep it real. She was nothing. She was a prostitute. Mm -hmm. The people knew her because she had been talked about all through the city. You know what? I am her. Right? Mm -hmm. When I look at this, I feel the presence of God on me so strongly. And let me tell you, I had that transform. I had God step down from heaven when I was on Sunset Boulevard. Jumped out of the car from a man trying to stab me in the head, but I heard the voice of the Lord say, turn around and grab the knife and don't turn your back on him. 
out of obedience, my life was spared. And I asked I God, how am going to get out this car? The man pushed me out facing him. When I got out, the Lord spoke to me again. He said, look at your hand. When I, I threw my hand behind my back because he showed me a vision of my hand cut in half. My hand was whole when I looked at it. And the only thing came out of my mouth was Jesus. Mm. Now, he's a nick between my fingers. He said, I want you to know the knife did cut. Mm. Walked down the street, a man walked up to me. It's just like what you said in the story. He walked up to me because of that experience. I was getting ready to cuss him out. He said, what is your name? Now, I hadn't read no Bible since a little kid. The scripture came to me and said, be careful for the strangers you are saying. But you may obtain mm. an angel unaware. When that man, and I humbled myself, and I looked at this man, and he's looking at me, and he said, what's your name? I lied to him. I said, my street name. He shook his head, no, that's not your name. Mm. And I had to go home after this experience. I had to go home and because my life was transformed from that moment. Mm. My journey begins in this knowing Jesus, okay? Mm -hmm. I ain't never, I don't never really share that story because people, to, I've lit, I've, my story is in this Bible. What mm -hmm. happened to me in ah. the 21st century is written. Yeah. Yeah. Praise God. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. I mean, I'm a wretched, a ghetto fabulous. Mm -hmm. Okay, he came down because he knew I wasn't going to listen to nobody else. Couldn't nobody mm -hmm. come talk nothing like that to me. Listen, mm -hmm. I wouldn't go to church before that because I knew I was I was doing so much wrong. I, I walked into church. I thought it was going to catch on fire or burn <laughs> down. Okay? But come on I and testify, Monica. Come on. Listen. Listen, to God be the glory Hallelujah! he has done yes, in my God. life. I am going to glorify God with everything in me. And I've been in a fight. Listen, he sent me to this line because I needed y'all. Let me tell you, I was fearful. I knew I, I have gotten so much revelation from God beyond that I thought I was crazy because I never heard people preach about it or talk about it, right? But God is now, listen, I'm currently changing my church for the simple thing of what's in the scripture. And I didn't even know why. I didn't even understand. But I told God in my spirit, I said, God, I need something to do. I need some activity. I can't just be sitting in this church, right? Mm -hmm. I need to witness. I need to do something. But I used, I, until yesterday, see, I thought. I didn't have to go in tubes and all this and that. You know, you get that you when you when you unlearn and you trying to learn and you don't know nothing about church work hard, you be thinking you got to be in these little boxes of things, right? Mm-hmm. But listen, it's because God is getting ready to do a move and I need to, I want to go and tell some people about what God has done for me. Restoration, you know what I'm saying? Because the righteous man falls seven times, but he'll rise Come up on. again. When you got the connection and the relationship with Jesus, it ain't yeah. nothing you can do. <laughs> I praise God today, but I'm done. I just want to tell you, 
that I am so blessed because this is the second time I heard this message. I was in that same message with Juanita yesterday. This message is it's time for us to build the kingdom of God. We have to go and help somebody because we didn't get saved and just sit in the church. Mm-mm. And I know my I know my ministry ain't sitting in the church because I wasn't raised in no church. <laughs> and I be I be telling them I can't I don't even know what this don't even make sense to me. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But I yeah. praise God because He didn't allow me to get traditionally messed up. And when I was ain't trying nice? to, yes. And when I was trying to, I went backwards because I couldn't conform to it. I was like, I don't get this. I don't know this thing. You know, I just couldn't wrap my mind around it. But like you said, you said we go through these things. You said it's. I know it's working together for my good, but to God, I didn't. I didn't like the way I had to go through this mess. Yeah, I'll be straight up. <laughs> yeah, I didn't. I don't like. I didn't like the process, but guess what? I'm surrendering to it because I didn't been knocked upside my head twice. So I'm like, okay, Lord, what do you want me to do? And then look where I'm at. So to God be the glory. Thank you guys. I love you guys in the Lord. Trust me. I love y'all. And I'm in this fight with you. God bless. Thank you. So so let me say this real quick. So Monica has been on this line for a good stretch. She has never said much of anything other than good morning. That just blessed my soul. And for that, I shall continue to contend for the faith. Thank you for your amazing testimony. And now uh, you need to head to the delivery room because your ministry is out there in them streets on them corners, honey, while you're playing. And church will make you think it ain't cool to go where they at. You better get there. You better get there by any means. Amen. Anybody else? <laughs> God be praised. Anybody, anybody? Well, listen, I'm not going to harass y'all um, about this deliverance process because that's, that's, all, that's all that happened. That was deliverance. Didn't nobody holler, come out? Wasn't nobody speaking in tongues? Wasn't no screaming and carrying on. But from that moment, with his words, her life was delivered from a history that would have previously uh, rendered her unqualified, unclean. But the beautiful thing is that because uh, all things are working together for our good, and I mean all things, He is uh, liberating us with truth to power. My prayer is, listen, my prayer is that not only you catch it, but that you get it in such a way that your life be transformed so that others' lives can be transformed. Amen. Amen. Anybody else? Hi, um, hold on two said, seconds. Who, who, okay. who was that right there? Christina? 
Mm-hmm. Who was I speaking? And I think oh, that was and, and, yeah, that's Eric. Yeah. Who else was that? I heard I heard a male voice. Who was that? Yes, ma'am, it's me. Okay, okay. So Christina, you go. Then E, you go. Uh, two things. You say everyone has their own identity in the kingdom. Uh, so mm-hmm. that reminds us not to compare ourselves because we all all have our own purpose here on earth, our own divine purpose, and it might be different than someone else's. But it doesn't mean we're not going towards the same goal. And then two, the entrance of his word brings light and how the woman on the well encountered Jesus. Um, and Jesus is the living word. So he gave her the spoken word in addition to being the living word, which transformed her and brought life from the inside. So that's all. I just thought that was such a great, um, great hair. I love you. Amen. I love you more, sweetheart. Amen. Ego. Hey. Um, hey. Great declaration, first of all. Uh, this is not the first declaration you did on the woman of well. <clears throat> so I remember them, um, a couple years back when you did this. I just want to say this. How we serve a great God who, who, whose uh, intention is on the uh, marginalized. How we serve a great God whose who, who, whose intention is on the uh, uh, where He has a great body of people who who are following Him. But if you read the story of the woman in the well, uh, and 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 she was a Samaritan. First of all, Samaritans, they was like, look, to the church folks, uh, y'all, you, first of all, y'all, y'all false prophets, y'all, y'all doing this, y'all doing that and everything. Uh, and so the whole region was where, where God's church wouldn't even go, wouldn't, wouldn't even go through. Okay. That's just stabs that fact. That was the region they wouldn't even go through. It's like East Oakland or West Oakland. I'm not going through there. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to my church. I'm going to do that. But God said, listen, I'm going to go to this region, not for a group, not not for a few, but for one person, mm-hmm. this woman. You understand? And then he goes to this woman. And 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 this woman, I remember you. I remember your declaration. You talked about the woman couldn't even go to the well at the same time that other women went because she was so scandalized in her neighborhood. But she had this mind. She had this. She had this. She had this purpose that she knew that she had. Nobody else would 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 um. Nobody else would, would, would co-sign on that because all they, all they could do was look at her and see what she had done. But God. But God. But God. <laughs> changed his whole direction. Mm-hmm. And the disciples, who all the disciples still, you know, weren't, you know, the disciples weren't, they weren't church elders and everything. They was off the street too, but they still had that same attitude. You know what I'm saying? Well, then, you know, this is a woman and everything and all that. But he came and, 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 
and he talked to that woman. And like mm-hmm. you say, he broke all the rules. He broke all man's rules. Mm-hmm. But it was God that understand that this was my creation. This was my sister. This is somebody who bears my image. This is somebody who has my purpose. And yeah. I'm called to be there. And and from this woman, and woman who was, weren't allowed to be in the, in, in, in the church, a woman who was allowed to do that, but God worked through that woman, that purpose. And through this woman that everybody had marginalized, everybody who, who had, 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 had looked down upon brought a whole city, mm-hmm. a whole city that wasn't part of Israel, that wasn't part of God's country, brought mm-hmm. a whole city to see mm-hmm. him mm-hmm. and to accept him. Mm-hmm. And I thought about the, when his disciples came, it's like, well, well, um, are you ready to eat? And God said this. He said, my meat is to do the will of my father. And the will mm-hmm. of my father is to go to the least, the last, the lost, to the addicts, to the uh, prostitutes, to, to the hustlers. He said, that's my meat. And I think that's the message that, um, that came towards me. That as we go to church every Sunday or Saturday or whatever, that's not our meat. Our meat is to go to the ones that are out there, that the ones that we think that lost, the ones that we think that man God can't do nothing at all. But those are the ones that God are looking at. Yeah, those are the ones that God said those are going to be my instrument. Mm-hmm. It's not going to be you who grew up in church and and been Sunday school and everything for twenty years, but the ones who have never been inside of the church. Who who are afraid to go to church because you know if they go to church you know church gonna burn down. Those are gonna be the ones right. that are gonna bring city. <laughs> I agree a hundred and ten percent. So thank Very you for that, so. my sister. Absolutely, and thank you for your commentary. I appreciate you. This uh, good morning. Hey, good morning. How you doing? I'm amazing. How are you doing? I like you. I like you too. I like you a lot. <laughs> Hold on, they might get jealous. Don't get jealous, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, hey. I just want to take you back off of what um Brother E was saying. You know, the scripture is very clear. He said we must need go through Samaria, right? Mm-hmm. And even mm-hmm. though she was identified as the one God already knew that that city would be saved, right? And I love the fact that that takes the pressure off of us feeling like we have to do it all. He knew which one to connect to. He knew which one that they would hear. But listen, it wasn't even in hers. I want to read 40, I think 41 and through 43. It says, and many more believed because of his own words, going back to 39. So, um, and many of the Samaritans of the city believed on him of the saying of the woman, which testified, he told me all that I ever did. So when the Samaritans were come unto him, they besought him and that he would carry with them for two days. And many more, again, believed on him because of his own words and said unto the woman, now we believe not because of thy sayings, for we have heard him ourselves and know that this is indeed the Christ, the Savior of the world. Listen, all we got to do is get him to Jesus. He'll do the work. 
That's it. He'll do the cleaning up. He will do the transforming. Yes. He will. He just got to give, extend the invitation and show them that he does want to receive them instead of us disqualifying them before they even get there. He had a plan for Samaria uh, to be saved, which was a city full of um, Jews and Gentile mixed breeds. Right, so they were considered unclean, like dogs. Right, so we get it that many of us have been labeled as such, <laughs> but God, and He wants right. to use us individually so that our families could be saved. How we live our lives until our testimony. Thank you, Monica, for that testimony. That was powerful. I look yeah. at now. I got a new word. I've had it for the last two months. I guess maybe we talked about and you mentioned it. I'm learning some things and I'm thinking some things now. God is saying we got to unbelieve some things. So something we have yeah. and learned and then we started to believe it in our core being and it ain't a bit more truth so i gotta unbelieve some things they heard he was the christ they went to see for themselves and then they believed i love that yeah. thank you i love you appreciate thank the you. word it was so plain <laughs> it was good. Yeah. <laughs> hey, hey hey lisa i love my sister lisa she always gets us together that living water oh my god Ooh, yeah, oh, and it's not processed. You gotta be careful knowing what it is for real to drink from the well. It's unprocessed, and it ain't Peter Popoff. Don't be confused, y'all. Don't be ordering that. <laughs> but yeah, Monica's uh, testimony and testimonies free us up, so we have to uh, share. We have to share because somebody can get free from what you've gone through. Since that blessed my entire soul, and I thank you, Lisa, for sharing that the other night about unlearning and unbelieving so great 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 morning love you amen good stuff real talk hey it's Krishanda. Hey. great declaration um some great comments from all and love monica's testimony um what i'm hearing is um be the love that we need to needed to see and and that's kind of our ministry wherever we are to be the love that we needed or we need to see. Um, and God will and God will do its work. Come back on you. Absolutely. That that being that love, baby, listen. Listen, it is it is life altering when you give yourself permission to love without restriction, restraint, nor expectation. How about that? That's everything. Good morning, sister. Um, Good morning, brother Al. Good morning, sister. Um, Love you for life. Um, I just kind of remind myself of some things that I've been trying to be obedient with, and that is being the seed planter and not worrying about the results. And some two times too often, I get kind of caught up in, like, I want this seed because they're not in the church, you know. And, like, today I have a problem. Like, I want more people that are not of the church because they really want to need it. And I get so really reminded that, you know what, yeah, those men in turn need it too. But I'm just kind of, I get kind of biased because I'm looking at those who hunger and thirst who never had, you know, the Bible says, oh, taste and see that the Lord is good. But you can't taste and see it if you haven't tried him, you know. And there's many of them out there have not tried him for themselves. So I'm just working in, in the process of this transformation that God is putting on me. Is like, you know what? I am the one who's going to bring that seed out and sprout it out. I'm going to bring the leaves out. I'm going to bring the plants out. I'm going to sprout the fruits. You just be still and do what you do. 
Yeah. Yeah, that's good. That's good. That's good, Al. Thank you for sharing. Yeah, and this is persistent. Hey, persistent. Um, oh, hold on one second. Hey. Persistent. Who, el- who else was that behind her? That was Cheryl. Okay. Go ahead, persistent, then Cheryl. Um, yeah, transformation is definitely happening. Thank you so much. This line is incredibly precious. Um, what's come to me this morning is that truth is love. It absolutely is love to tell your truth and deliver someone. It's just um, opening up your mouth and expressing it. Um, because going against societal norms, uh, and I I understand this weekend the Lord was saying, this is why I tell you to to act like a child, to be like a child. Because um, in order for you to um, to love as they do, um, and to open up as they do, to accept as they do children um, without all of the other information that may go along as we do in trying to figure it out, processing it. They just, you know, and then they forget, they forgive. They may not, they may not like what their friend or whatever did, don't want to play with you at that moment, but next moment they're playing with them. So he was dealing with me like that this weekend. And so I say transformation is happening. I remember reading this story, this book. is an entire book written on the woman at the well, and I can't remember the author. I was trying to remember it. I know it's down there in my book collection, but doing a small group Bible study. But I went back into church, see, after reading it. But I remember after reading it, you ever have a spiritual, like, uh, surgery? You go to bed that night and you feel like, you know, pieces of you are being healed. The next day you're just in the, in the, in your couch curled up. You can't seem to get up. That's what happened to me when I read that story and, and went through the whole study. And I know what the issue is. And I was just asking him this morning, you know, he said, my time is, it's time to release it. The story, the complete story. And I, I know what it is. It used to be a time I didn't know, but now I know. And this is only because of Declare Victory. So transformation oh, is happening, and I'm sure, yeah, it, it's, it's amazing. You guys are, it's the truth. It's the love of the truth, the love of the Father, just Amen. speaking what is true. Anyway, Amen. praise God. I just wanted to say that. Praise God. And, and that will continue to fuel my why. Hallelujah. Um, Rochelle, yes, Rochelle, Rochelle, yes, yes, ma'am, and 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 as the scripture says, um, as you thirst and hunger for righteousness, when you get sick and tired and sick and tired and tired and sick and and tired and tired and sick and tired and tired and sick of being tired of being sick and tired and sick. Listen, listen, it's real stuff, and to. To, as your word always says, and as they went, mm-hmm. as they went, so the transformation was in the process, but it it hit as they went. So God mm-hmm. bless you, sis. Mm. Very good, very good, very good. Amen. Can I share scripture? Sure. This is Monica. 
First Corinthians chapter 127. It says, but God has chosen the foolish things of the world to confine the wise. And God has chosen the weak things of the world to confine the things which are mighty and base things of the world and things which are despised has has God chosen, yea, and things which are not to bring not to the things that are, that no flesh should glory in his presence. Amen. Amen. (laughs) Amen. Good stuff. Amen. 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 Anybody else? Well, bless his high name. Listen, I pray that today has encouraged someone, has inspired someone, has empowered someone. Honey, your story is such a blessing. And I know you may not get it. And I know um, the enemy may still have you bound with shame and with fear. Let me tell you, the more you tell it, the freer you get. The more you share your truth, and he'll let you know where to share it at. And listen, sometimes they're going to look at you so crazy, you're going to want to turn around and bounce. <laughs> yes. Yes, Christina. Um, honey, today, look, you will look away first. I don't care nothing about none of it. You hear me? When I say nothing about none of it, I don't care. The, for the people that it was created to free, my story is life altering. For the folks that it was not, they bunched their eyebrows up. Honey, get away from me. I don't care. <laughs> I don't care. This freedom that I get to stand up in today, y'all, I never knew it existed. Sometimes I feel guilty for feeling this free. I promise. I wish I could <laughs> coddle it up and hand it out. One little Dixie cup at a time. Y'all remember back in the day when you used to go to the water fountain and they had them little bitty uh, flower, cute little cups. You know, you had the little water dispenser. Honey, if I could put this thing in one of them five-gallon bottles and throw it on top of your water dispenser, I promise I would. When I tell you the level of unbothered and the peace that surpasses all understanding will guard your heart and your mind, honey, the eyes that may gaze at you with uh, uh, uninvited envy because you don't know what hell I had to go through to get to this level of freedom. Child, I don't care. (laughs) Amen. Amen. Um, If all hearts and minds are clear, anybody got something? We don't got to go. I just I just thought, thought nobody else had anything. Anybody, anything? Yeah. I'm like, yeah, uninvited envy. That's, uninvited, that's honey. Uninvited envy to yourself. To yourself, yeah. raggedy self. Yeah. Because you have no clue. Who who else was that? Monica. Dion, what is that deliver, deliverance? What was you trying to tell me earlier about some deliverance something? So the only thing that happened when Jesus had a conversation with the woman was it was mm-hmm. literally it that was mm-hmm. deliverance. And yeah. see some people don't understand that deliverance is not always come out. 
Now, I can do all of that, too. But sometimes <laughs> deliverance happens from a general conversation. Somebody's whole mm-hmm. life can be transformed. Mm-hmm. A general conversation. Rev- again, transformation does not happen without revelation. Mm-hmm. That woman yeah. stood there and got a revelation of who mm-hmm. he was. The more he talked, the clearer she got. The more she spent time in his presence, light be. The entrance of his word, he is the word, gives light mm-hmm. and adds understanding, right? So it's impossible to meet Jesus and stay the same. <laughs> impossible. Right. Can't happen. Not, not Jesus. Now, you might, if you still mean, honorary, hateful, religious, cantankerous, traditional, you might have met Jesus. <laughs> and just because you read the word does not mean you a Christian. Jesus mm-hmm. weren't no Christian. <laughs> he is. Oh, wish you could have heard me laugh. <laughs> you understand what I'm saying? I don't care how much word you got. If there is no evidence, mm-hmm. if there is no evidence of him being not just on your life, but in your life, mm-hmm. if I can't look at you and see Jesus, you still don't have a revelation of who he is. Mm-hmm. But even the more, you don't have a re- revelation of who he says you are in him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. I want to share something else because I, I don't know. I, I got so, do you know when I was standing there and I, and he asked me what's my name and I lied to him and he, when he shook his head, yeah. you know what he said to me? He said, mm-hmm. you don't even know who I am and I've been living over 2,000 years. Right. Girl, I start shaking in my in my spirit. I said, mm-hmm. I don't want him to come back and find me like this. And I started crying. Why are you doing this to me? I didn't know it was another angel standing next to him. He didn't answer me. The other angel did. He said, do you believe in God? I said, yeah, I believe in God. He said, then that's why you. And he pointed to a billboard girl that was on Sunset Boulevard with Sylvester Stallone running through the fire with an Uzi in his hand. He was coming through the fire, though. The angel looked. He said to me, he said, that's you. And you don't fear nothing but me. Mm. And he said, I came to tell you you've been forgiven for your sins. Mm. I was, I was, I, I've never been the same since. Mm. Like, I, I said, I ain't taking my eyes off them, girl. It was like a snap of the finger. My back was turned. It was like the snap of the finger again. He reminded me of what I was thinking. And I turned around to catch him. And, girl, they vanished into I didn't. Mm-hmm. I couldn't see him no more. It was mm-hmm. like I said, no way they could have got to the end of that corner. There's no mm-hmm. way, cause it was the the street was so long. But I was in my mess, in my sin, just mm-hmm. just reeking with sin. Do you hear me? Mm-hmm. God is man. It's my. It's <laughs> unbelievable. You know what I'm saying? And I'm like. For a long time, it was like I didn't understand, but he told me what he said. People gonna look at you and know I'm God. I ain't gotta mm-hmm. say a word. He said people gonna look at you and know. Yeah. So I'm man. 
this this message you broke it down for me a little bit more too gave me some more understanding because you know I couldn't understand how I could be in doubt and fear and and be thinking about my flaws and feeling inadequate after having those type of experiences I did not understand that but I did know I did know because he would show me in the palm of his hands and he said, Can't nobody pluck you out of my hand. Yeah. And I and and I and I would stand on that every time I would go through some stuff or I felt like I was going backwards or I'm running from God because I I'm like, I can't do this. Like I just can't do this, right? So I'm just so grateful because God knows our heart. And I'm grateful that he doesn't give up on us. You know what I'm saying? And mm-hmm. everything is in part. So, you know, those when you talked about parables, yeah, he give us things in part. And you have to, like, seek him like a hidden treasure because some things don't come to you right away. You can read through. I read this scripture before. You know what I'm saying? 2014. But did I, you know? Did I get it? I'm reading it. I'm like, okay, God, she was such and such and such, but it didn't give me what it's giving me now, you know? Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I'm just so grateful. I'm just so grateful um, to be able to come here and share that with you guys. And, you know, because I'll share with an unbeliever in a minute. Let them tell me the word of God ain't true or they don't believe in it. What? Wait a minute. Right. Because right, I right. know that scripture popped in my head and I hadn't read no Bible. But you better believe when God released me that day and I headed back home, I gave up that life. My grandmother gave me a Bible the moment I hit that door. God took that Bible in the room and opened it up. One walk opened Open the book, bam, my eyes landed on the scripture. I broke down crying because the scripture was in the Bible. Yes, it I mean, was. You can't tell me this word ain't. ain't <laughs> this ain't the word of God. The devil is lying. This is God speaks through this word right here. Yes, he does. Because I heard it. It came to my spirit, and I had never heard that scripture before. And that day I went home, I just opened the Bible, girl. I didn't look for no scripture. I didn't know where to find it at. He didn't uh-huh. say, oh, Daniel, you know, it ain't a verse didn't come to me. It's just the words came to me. So when I went to look, I didn't know where to go. I just opened it up. But see, that was divine. That was divine. Okay? What you call yeah. the supernatural? Because I just opened it up. I don't know where I went to it. That it was my eyes landed right on the the, the Bible says it like this: and the Holy Spirit will bring all things back to your remembrance, keeping in mind that when you are in Him and He is in you, He can't lose sight of Himself. Just because mm. we don't have uh, the what we consider the the insight, there is always um, a word when when Holy Spirit is part of your life. So, listen, all I could tell you, like I would tell any and everybody else that's listening, just keep going. You don't have yeah. to try to be perfect. You don't have to pretend to be anything that you're not. All you have to do is be open, honest, transparent, humble prepared to be 
and to do whatever it is that he wants to do with you. Just all you got to do is be open. That's it. Yeah. I'm getting that now. I'm getting that now. But some people don't like my honesty, girl. Trust me. (laughs) You know, I've been... I've been raw and uncut all my life. I don't know. I don't. I ain't never. I didn't have a filter before. I'm a little filter now, but you know, I don't want to hurt people's feelings, and because God softened my heart in a way that I didn't even recognize myself. Listen, but, I, I get it. Trust yeah. me. I sometimes I'll be like, "Now, Dion, is that you? <laughs> who is yeah. who is this girl here?" <laughs> Right, right, right. So, Amen. But Amen. I'm, but I'm grateful. I mean, God is good, and I'm, I'm, you know, purpose, purpose is purpose, preparation, the transformation. I receive that from being on these calls, and you know, God bless you and continue to increase you and in your ministry, and know that you are. God is using you in a mighty way. So, yes, please be encouraged. Be encouraged. Amen. God be praised. God be praised. Thank you for that, sis. Love you. And again, thank you for your share this morning. It was great to hear your sound. I look forward to hearing more of it. Amen. Thank you. Amen. Anybody else before we go? Well, praise God. Well, guys, I pray that you have an amazing, amazing day. Today is Monday. For those that are um, married and marriage hopefuls, tonight is Marriage Matters, unless that shifts. Brother E, I'm sure, will let us know either way. Um, Other than that, we will be right back here tomorrow, same bad station, same bad time, 6 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. I love you, but I promise. He loves you most. Be intentional. Be love and light. Honey, light. Be. You hear me? Have an amazing, amazing day, guys. Man, have a great day. Have a great day. Love you. Have a great day, ladies. Love y'all. Have a great day. 6.30 tonight. Have a great day. Hey, hey. God bless you and keep you all. Have a great day, everybody.